the college football experience Pac-12 South season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of ED. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month's treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, our app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all of our picks, podcasts, and it's the ex- exclusive place to enter all of the contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome to the college football experience, part two of the Pac-12 preview, where we are breaking down now the Pac-12 South. If you haven't checked out the Pac-12 North, that was the previous episode, so check it out on the college football experience. We got you covered as we continue our off-season breakdown. By the way, June fourteenth or June, yeah, June fourteenth, I believe, is when we kick off. All 130 teams being previewed. 130 college Boom. football teams. Patty C, can't wait to a do it. And a rolling. Uh, two a days, dropping two teams a day, taking us all the way to August. We're gonna break down win totals. We're gonna break down the head coaching spot, other coaches, the the roster, the offense, the defense, returning starters, the schedule, all of that. And we'll give you our win total ex- expectation, which has been red hot over the past four years, Patty. See, we kind of know a thing or two about a thing or two. Here. Come on. Um, so anyway, check that out. And uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe to the college football experience and the college basketball experience. Both uh, college basketball experience has a separate feed. Now you're a PAC 12 fan. Look, what a great season you just had in the NCAA tournament. We got you covered coming, uh, coming up on the oh, college yeah. basketball, basketball feed is yeah. good stuff. Very good shit going on Enjoying there. Patty. See, USC. Yeah. You know, I, I was listening to a USC fan. I forget the name of their local podcast. I was listening to it. Yeah. So I can't plug them correctly. My apologies, but they're really, really dreading the fact that they think Helton's going to go nine and three <laughs> and that will be not <laughs> enough. They even said eight and four. Might be enough to that keep him for one more year. Right? Keep his job. Nine and three, he'll keep his job. Wow. They think eight and four will get him fired, maybe. Probably. Seven and five, he's fired for sure. He's done. Yeah. 
Now you look at this USC schedule. I actually, uh, you're going to see an article on sports scaling podcast in the next couple of weeks where I rank the 10 hardest schedules in college football. I do think it's one of the hardest schedules in college football. Now that's just from looking at it. I do think it breaks nice for them, but I'm talking just the actual schedule of not having a, a FCS having an at Notre Dame and, and home to BYU. It's basically like playing 11 power fives. Dude, and then the schedule breaks really nice for yeah, USC. Yeah. And then the 12th one being San Jose state who won the mountain West last year. So but I'm just saying at home to start the season. No, no, no. But I'm just saying the 12 teams they're playing. Yeah. Are good teams. Yes. It's a tough fucking schedule, but it breaks nice for them. Yeah, it yeah. does. Um, so let's go through this. What, what, what do you think with clay Helton? What do you think? Nine wins? I think nine wins. I don't even know if that saves his job to be honest. I think he gets to 10. He's safe. I think nine, it could, I've seen stranger things happen. You know, I'm looking at USC. They're definitely losing that cow game. When I see it's on the back to back, uh, the cow game. We, we just previewed cow oh, yeah, yeah. north and on I see, the, Oh, they're on a back to back there. Um, I'm going to take a look, but real quick, let me, let me rattle off this stat from 1980 to uh, 2001. That's 22 years. I believe. Uh, one 10 win season in Los Angeles for the USC Trojans. So, you know, a couple of eight wins, a couple of nine wins in there, but you know, this is not, they also played 11 games then. Yeah, it's true. It makes it harder. Yeah. Obviously they were at number two in the country at one point uh, losing to Notre Dame. I want to say in like 1988. So that was a huge game at the end of the season, but all that to say uh, it is not a given that USC players drafted in NFL history though. Yeah, there, there's considerable talent uh, <laughs> traditionally on this team. And then when you look at this, all right, he's a, Clay Helton is actually one of the better coaches they've had in the last 40 years, you know, with two 10 win seasons. And like last year, if you extrapolate the five and one record, that's a 10 and two record over 12 I'm games. I'm sorry, dude. Last year, they were, uh, I'm really convinced that they're the luckiest team in college football. <laughs> that was horseshit. That was horseshit. That was the luckiest team. They should have lost to Arizona State and Arizona. Yeah. Then they duck Colorado. They, and they probably should have lost to UCLA. Yeah. I agree on all of those. <laughs> well, I know for sure the Arizona ones. Clay Helton for has sure the Arizona ones. Lies. They should have lost. If you're that's what's great, is if you're a USC fan, in a way, as a guy that always grew up hating USC, yeah, I kind of enjoy it because like when I see him pull that out of his hat, I know yeah. that their fan base is getting like infuriated. They're like, Oh my god, like right. we, we want to fire him. This would if we would have lost to Arizona, we could have fired him, but yeah. this deflected pass on fourth and seven. At the end of the year, yeah. it's a win. <laughs> yeah. Uh man. Um, why do you hate USC so much? Tell me, Colby. Oh, they're private school pussies. Yeah. From the start. Yeah. Well, look um, at uh old fucking uh Aunt Becky from uh Full House sending her daughter yeah. there. I mean they're, 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 that's the type of shit I imagine yeah. having. Well they're, they're just scumbags. They're, they're scumbags. Just rich assholes, yeah. basically. And they're just uh, look, I, I used to bartend at a place really close to USC. Yeah. And uh I just think like they're snobby fan they're snobby fans in yeah, my opinion. They are, but yeah. they have some fucking slamming hot chicks. Well, I told you about that time I was st- stumbled so on. So does the, every college campus, but that's true, it. but USC was, was like <laughs> 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 I, 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 I was driving for Uber and I fucking uh, stumbled on Greek row in Los at USC, which I, for some reason I never had seen before. I never found it. It's kind of tucked away a little bit. And it was just like, I was in heaven. There were so <laughs> many blonde, huge knockers. Oh my God. It was just anyway. Um, knockers. Not, not a term used enough. <laughs> you know, um, let's bring it back. <laughs> bring back the 1980s. I always loved the, the sugar tits reference. <laughs> 
I don't know what that means. It's like sugar. Hey, sugar tits. <laughs> What's up, sugar tits? Um, it's just you know, <laughs> it's, ridiculous. It's a gentleman. It's what it's what a gentleman would say. <laughs> anyway, you look at the schedule, man. Uh, Saturday, September fourth, they get San Jose State. And Patty, see, I know you're ready to just all of a sudden give them this. Uh, but to me, San Jose State is better than Arizona, right? <laughs> They're better than UCLA was last year, buddy. San Jose State had a great season last year, right? They should have went undefeated. Two of the previous yeah. seasons, I don't know if there were the two pre- seasons uh, like preceding that great run there, but within the past four years, they've been the worst team in college football twice. So the the turnaround he's done is amazing, and if he can keep that going, then certainly it's not a gimme. But to, well, to me, it's the physicality of the team that impresses me. I do think yeah. that it's a legitimate turnaround that he's done. I don't think you can possibly go from the worst team in the college football. Dude, they return eight starters on offense, ten starters on defense. San Jose US, State, or San Jose State. Yeah, and and there's their starting quarterback is a six or seven year senior, Nick Starkle. Yeah, I don't hate USC quite to the same level. I'm sure you do, but I'm not a huge fan on any level. There's something fun about them, but like. I don't love when they win. The part of me that kind of does hate USC like you would love nothing more than to see San Jose State come in week one and hand them an L. I just think if you look at last year, they basically went undefeated to me. San Jose State? Yes, because that bowl game they played in, they had like 40 players out. Yeah. So they went USC undefeated. Yeah. Better not be asleep for this one. They yeah. better. Well, be that's ready. what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. I get it. It's USC. Yeah. We should just pencil this one in, but it, it, I mean, this is a team that did need a deflected pass on fourth and eight or something, whatever that to was beat to beat a, a winless Arizona team. Yeah. A team that lost by 63 points to Arizona state. That's all I'm That's the only case I'm making is that, right. and I don't think they need to go air raid. So I think you're letting Brent Brennan with a month to prep for the air raid. Yeah. Wouldn't some stranger things have happened. Now, I will say this. They have had some serious, uh, issues with the quarterback turnover, whether it be injury or transfer or whatever. Uh, and slow is coming back as your first team, all pack 12 preseason quarterback uh, having that in the air raid. You, you see, you see highlight those players that started last year. You see the defense, you see how the whole defense oh, is in bold. Wow. 11 returning starters for back. San Jose yeah. state's defense. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, it, it's, it says on paper here, 10, but the 11th player got several starts last year. San Jose state could, uh, end Keaton Slovis's uh, Heisman campaign one game into the season. Um, I we're, don't we're, see we're giving them a win though, yeah, right? They're going to get that win. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Week two, we already did Stanford. We gave them that win. Yeah. Right. Two and L at wazoo. Dude, this is my problem with this fucking schedule. It protects the two places that could be really cold, Colorado and Washington state. Give them early. They give them it really early. I don't think that's on on accident. Yeah. It's drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. Yeah. Well, they're taking a page from the book of every other conference in the fucking country. Give your most talented, you know, whatever your most gifted, uh, program, uh, Um, all the advantages. So where do you got them? You got them starting out three now? Taking that Washington State. I'm starting out five and zero, buddy. Taking on Oregon State, taking on Colorado at Colorado. I think they go to Colorado and get the win. I think that that one's probably their hardest game of the first five, right? And then uh, I guess I mean you gotta feel like Utah, even in Los Angeles, is gonna be a tough game. That but is yeah. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. High altitude at Colorado. Well, that's, a, that's also the sixth game. I was talking about the first five. Oh, is that the sixth game? Yeah. Oh, that is the sixth game. You're right. I got them starting out six and zero. Okay, and then they got a bye, and they're at Notre Dame. I got them losing that game. Six and one home to Arizona. Well, that could be a good game. 
we'll see how Jack Cohn comes along. But I think I've I've been watching some. This uh, is going perfect though, based off of what what needs to happen yeah, for Clay for Helton, Helton to, to keep his job. Yeah, and and still have uh, complete impotence as far as uh, playoff uh, opportunity. They're going to beat Arizona. They will. So what's that? Seven and one. Uh, yep. At Arizona State, they probably lose that. And they could lose that. I guess Jaden Daniels is. They're the same team to me right now. I don't know. I guess USC is a little more talented. The fact that it's give me them to beat Arizona State. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and one. Well, I mean, I think they could. I think between Colorado and Utah, they could drop that. And based on what we saw last year, I don't know why we're just projecting them to win these. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I think uh, between the road trip to at Arizona State and at Cal back to back, they're going to lose. Well, I one. have them losing to Cal, so I was going to say. One of those. Yeah. I think we'll agree on that. That puts him at uh nine and two. Or yeah, nine and two. Yeah, no, yeah. no, eight and two. And eight. you know what happens? Chip Kelly's beating him this Chip year. Chip Kelly's beating <laughs> him. He's beating him this year. That's right. Although the fact that this is in the Coliseum, <laughs> they could win this. And even like Chip at, Kelly is beating him this year. At ten and two or eleven and two, they're still not making the playoff. You know, they're not giving a Pac twelve team with two losses. They're not putting them in the playoff. Especially with uh, the SEC likely having two uh, teams going this year. Yeah. Um, they don't deserve to go to the playoffs. They don't, they're not they're good. Not enough. that good. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, if it was a large playoff, perhaps you could make the case, but for it being a four team invitational. Yeah. The um, likely, uh, the likely, I think they're going to lose to the North. They could lose to lose BYU. <laughs> yeah. I think they lose uh, to the Pac-12. I think 10 and three or nine and four is what we're looking at with the loss in the PAC 12 championship. All right. What is the worst case scenario though? What if they lose the San Jose state and they fire? I think that is the worst case scenario is that uh, they keep him for, for USC fans (laughs) (laughs) like a nine and three or 10 and two season is the worst thing that can happen because this team really should be like Clemson is well, but, but what if, what if they lose that one out the gate, the San Jose state, they fire Helton right then. That would be, that would be ferociously cold. But if they got throttled by San Jose State for some reason, they lost by like twenty-one, and they just pulled the plug right at the second, at that second, then the. I mean, look, three years ago they had a five and seven season. I'm saying what this could. I get it. This schedule breaks nice for them, but they could lose to San Jose State. Here's the thing: what is what is uh, Helton really doing for this team? Uh, he's a CEO. He brought in Graham Harrell. He's running the offense. I don't even know who USC's defensive coordinator it's is. It's uh, Todd Orlando. Todd Orlando. Yeah. Okay, so um, I I wouldn't think that, that would have a huge impact on the outcome of their season if Helton got fired. Well, I'm just saying that I, like, we're giving them some of these games based on last year. What's the worst that could happen yes. for USC schedule? They could lose to Stanford or San Jose State. They could lose to Colorado or Utah. I th- I think seven and five is the worst that we could see from USC. Realistically, with Keaton Slovis, assuming he's healthy, but if he got injured, so I don't you, know. So you get them losing just two Pac-12 games, though, right? Um, if I had to predict right now, what's yeah. actually going to happen? Yeah, yeah, I would say at most two Pac-12, one or two Pac-12 games, probably. Oh, okay, well, let's bring up everyone. You know, I'm going by the win totals here. Arizona State and USC are projected to have the same record, right? Yeah. So let's hop over and and talk some Arizona State. But before I do, I want to tell you guys now on digital video. Milo Gibson and Lawrence Fishburne star in under the stadium lights. Yes. A, f- a brand new football movie, Patty C an inspirational, true story of a small town, high school football team who fought to beat the odds to turn their lives around and win their state championship score. Your copy of under the stadium lights, buy it or rent it today. Rated PG 13 from Paramount pictures. 
and check us out. We here at the college experience, we're giving away five digital copies. All you have to do is tweet at us. What sports movie character you think I picked Dundee would be or Patty C would be, you'd or, be the kicker. No, and, uh, actually you need to do both. That's the deal. You can't just do one. It's gotta be both of us. I mean, one, I'm one character. You're one character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we'll pick our favorites from, from whatever tweets we get. And we will give you a free copy of the movie to see, which, which, which I'm telling you, you're going to dig the movie. Fantastic football movie. Uh, Boom. I mean, what's not to like when they do football movies, they're normally all home runs. Think of the program. Think of wildcats. Think of uh unnecessary rough or necessary rough. It's Nec- not unnecessary. Rough, well, yeah. The program, the program is one of the most amazing movies ever. They do a good job with these football movies. If it doesn't get your heart pounding. Yeah. Then what are you thinking? Remember Longest the Titans? yard. Remember the Titans? You know, I played, Rudy? A, I played against TC Williams my senior year when they were celebrating. Remember the Titans? We shut them out. That was amazing. Mm. They came out at halftime in the middle of a shutout. Sorry. Sorry. Titans took that L. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk Sun devil football. Patty C because they're projected to basically according to the win totals, them and USC are going to have the same season. So that makes that game on Saturday, November six, huge. But I think differently here. <laughs> I think a lot differently here. I think, okay. Out the, out the gate, they beat the Thunderbirds, Southern Utah on Thursday, September 2nd. Then they take down UNLV and they probably win even at BYU. I like their uh, keeping it, keeping it local, but I think it's a tricky game on Saturday, September 25th. Wouldn't surprise me if Colorado beat them. No, I do. I think if I was creating that line, Arizona state would be favored. But I do believe the last time the Buffaloes went to Tempe, they won. So wouldn't shock me at all. Uh the following game. So I'm gonna say four no. Okay. I'm gonna say four no out the gate, top I, fifteen. You think they're just gonna go into BYU and get that done? They're replacing a ton, BYU is. Hmm. Most in the nation. They lost the most players in the nation. Wow. And the number two pick in the draft at quarterback, the most important position on the team. So you might be on to something. Four and Four and oh. Then they're at UCLA. Give me Chip Kelly to beat them. Interesting. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Then they're home to Stanford. That's a win. Yeah. Five and one. Then they go to Rice Eccles. That's a loss. Five and two. And guess what? Now they can't, they're not afforded any more losses. Well, let me say this. Interesting about Arizona State. This may be a record here. Their first seven games are in are against teams from either in state or in a border state. In fact, I don't think any are in state. They're all, they're play border state team, border battles for seven straight games to start this the impressive. season. A little local rivalry. They're not, you know, none of this uh, fucking Akron versus Auburn shit in the pac 12, <laughs> you know, Southern That's Utah would love to beat Arizona state. Akron has no fucking yeah. care about Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're challenging themselves. Congrats to the pac 12 for that. Uh, so look, uh, Seven games in, we both have them with two losses, right? Uh, I do. I have I have them as two losses. Yeah, I agree. If not three, so no. But that's why they they can't afford another loss because we just went to USC's and one of USC's losses of the three was to Notre Dame. Yeah, right. Uh, they're home to to Washington State after a bye. That's a win, which all of a sudden does lead them into this USC game, which I gave to USC, which I don't even know why I'm giving that to USC. Yeah. USC was definitely outplayed by Arizona state last year. Should have lost Arizona state. That game was at the Coliseum. Yeah. I I'm, I'm favoring Arizona state here. I think from a quarterback's play standpoint, I don't know that you necessarily have an advantage. Well, Well, if Arizona state beats USC, then I have USC having four losses and three conference losses. Yeah. 
which then changes it. So let's that say puts Arizona state is your PAC 12 South champion. No, it doesn't because I'm going to get to another team in a second. Okay. Right. But uh, after that, they're at Washington. I think Washington's going to beat them. Yeah. And check us out. They I think go, Oregon state's beating them too. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't think Arizona state's navigating themselves to a PAC 12. South. they're going like seven and five this yeah. year. Right. Yep. Nine and four is what they're being projected at. And some of these, uh, prognostications we're seeing. I think that's an overestimation and nine and three regular season. I think that's generous. Very generous. Okay. Herm Edwards is a good coach, but nine and three is tough. Uh, I'm going to get to the team that I think can, and that's the Utah Utes. Sure. Utah at a conference. Great at a conference schedule, by the way, at a, a Thursday night opener against Weber state who goes to the FCS playoffs every year, right down the road from them. Yep. Then they're at BYU. Then they're they, at San Diego State. They gave themselves back to back away games, Patty C. <laughs> yeah. Why? Especially <laughs> against a very like potent Well, because power they have back to back aways later in the year, too. They have two sets of back to back away. Yeah. And I don't know that I would call this smart necessarily, but <laughs> uh, certainly not afraid of some of, of a challenge. Uh, kudos to Utah for that. I mean, that that's right in line with Kyle Whittingham's uh, persona, you know? Yeah. I got them beating Weber State. I got them beating BYU, and I got them beating San Diego State. But that San Diego State game's tricky. I think if they get bit, it's going to be by the Aztecs. It could easily happen. Yeah. What has San Diego State been doing the past few years? They haven't had a losing season in a long time. Yeah. So, and they have a great record against the Pac-12. Um, let me say this though: Kyle Whittingham, last he's great, he's great head coach, last top ten head coach, few full seasons in the Pac-12. Starting in 2014, nine and four, ten and three, nine and four, seven and six, nine and five, eleven and three. Great coach. You got to figure he's going to get close to nine. Well, that, yeah, they're yeah. going to represent the Pac-12 South, in my opinion. Yeah, and we're going to get to that right now because watch Washington State out the gate Saturday, September 25th in Rice Eccles. Look, I love Rolovich. That's a hard place to win. You're not winning that game. They get a bye week before USC, which is very important because, by the way, USC does not have that bye week. USC's at Colorado. Yeah. Which makes me think, you know, Utah has been knocking on the door of winning in LA. They lost by seven the last time. They lost by one the time before. Yeah. Right? USC gets who the week before at Colorado. At Colorado. That could be a factor. Um, but I still have them losing this. Kyle Winningham is the type of coach that takes advantage of a bye week too. I think. Yeah, I feel like that too. I think they are going to lose that game though. So let's let's give that as a loss. Yeah. Right. Then they're home to Arizona State. We said that was a win. Then they're at. Oregon state tricky game, but that's sneaky. Yeah. That's a sneaky game. Cause especially if you, if Arizona state's top 15 and you beat them, you're going to be celebrating. You're going to think, Oh, I got Oregon state. They're just two and four or whatever. Yeah. Be careful. Um, then they're home to UCLA. They're beating UCLA. Yeah. At Stanford. That's a win. Should be. I think they're going to lose either Oregon state or Stanford though. They'll lose at least one of their last five games here. UCLA at Stanford, Arizona's a win, but Oregon's a win. Colorado's a win. In Rice Eccles, they they could easily lose one of those last two games. No, I mean the home field advantage. I feel like <laughs> is significant for them, like yeah. more so than anywhere else in the yeah. Pac-12. Yeah, maybe. me too. Um, they're going to the Pac-12 championship. I bet they're nine and three, and it, uh, it all will ride on what happens. Wait, what with, are their three losses in conference though? Um, yeah, I guess in conference because they get all their hard up games at home. I think they're going to lose either. At BYU or at San Diego State, out of conference, yeah. one of those that two back to back. I'm saying so they're playing for the Pac-12 yeah, championship. Yeah, so I guess in conference that would put them at what seven and two. Yeah, yeah. Then they probably are the Pac-12 South champions. And you have them playing Washington. Yeah, I think that's your. Uh, I have them playing Cal. 
There it is. I think between Washington and Utah, you're going to see 5,000 Samoans uh, <laughs> nailing the shit out of each other. It's going to be glorious. Uh, they, they don't hit in football anymore. Patty C. Um, the Samoans hit though. Let's, let's talk. Uh, we got to get to these other teams here. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go buffs. Buffs had a great year last year, especially Carl Durrell didn't have spring ball. Didn't, wasn't even able to put in the defensive that he wanted to install here. You know about the buffs. Hype me up on the buffs here. Well, I mean, okay, let's just go in. I mean, look, first off, Oh, Kyle Durrell is from the golden area. He's a former Bill McCartney assistant, right? When Colorado was a top 10 team. All right. Yep. Comes in. He was the last coach hired last season. The last, the very, very final coach hire for sure. Like he was f- hired like literally like 10 days before COVID, right? Yeah. No spring ball, obviously, but also he couldn't dictate who his coaches were essentially because the COVID issue was happening. And then he has a magical year in a way when you, first off, he didn't have a quarterback. He puts a safety at quarterback, right? Yep. They come out the gates. They beat UCLA 48, 42. And this game, by the way, they were up 35, seven at one point. Yeah. Right. Then they, they similar situation. They were up 35, 10 at one point against Stanford. They take care of business against Stanford. Then Arizona state cancels the game against them. So they're, they're fucked. Then the next team cancels the game. So they quickly add San Diego state on the fly. They beat San Diego state and then they're at Arizona. They take care of business, win double digits and they lose a tough game at home to Utah. That was a, that game was way closer than that score indicates. Well, and they also lost landman and their O lineman uh, for that was, they were hit with the injury bug bad for them. Unfortunately they've been hit in the transfer portal kind of bad too, but yeah, Katie Nixon, their, their their wide receiver goes to USC, fucking scumbag by the way, <laughs> to go from uh, in con, in, in, di- division. in division, yeah, um, and then also, but they they brought in some, and I think they're fine at wide receiver. Like Katie Nixon, I'll say this: he probably wanted to transfer because he was getting lost in in the the the, the field of like, hey, they have Dimitri Stanley, they have uh, Jerry Rice's son uh, Brandon Rice. They have uh, Levante Chenault. Yeah, it was a stacked core. Yeah, yeah. They have uh, well, there's one other receiver that 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 really impresses me too on this team. It's uh, Maurice Bell, I think. So I think that made sense there. Jer- Jarek Broussard had a great year last year running the ball, and this O line returns four or five starters. This offense returns nine starters from a season ago. Really, ten starters because Bell got playing time. Uh, defensively, Patty C, they return another eight. Right, they take a hit. And, and I guess the best thing that they have going for them on the de- on the defense is they bring back Carson Wells and Nate Lamb and their two anchors and and in the in the linebacking core. I don't I, look. I don't know. A lot of these games are fifty fifty, but you got to love how many returning starters are. Considering he couldn't, he was talking about he got rid of his defense coordinator of the year. Yeah, right. Chad Lunsford. They, he got rid of him. Who they pick up? Or not Chad Lunsford. It was uh the the Georgia Southern coach before Chad Lunsford. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Anyway, um, they, they got, they got Chris Wilson. Okay. And that, that's, that's something that he wanted to, to someone that he personally, Tyson Summers. Yeah. Tyson Summers, former Georgia Southern head coach. Okay. Um, but he said, he goes, no disrespect to Tyson, but he was not running what I wanted to run. But considering COVID I had to kind of win considering our season was punted away. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, we're bringing it back. So I had to quickly ad lib and say, let's run this defense. You want, Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, so he's gone. So he's actually going to run the defense that he wants. Cheverini still the OC. Um, 
Carl Durrell went bowling every single year. He was at UCLA. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was at a time when UCLA had recently had some successful seasons uh, prior to that. So maybe the expectations were but a little was certainly higher. better than Jim Mora. He had a 10 and yeah. two season, you mm-hmm. know, top 15 finish. I think he got kind of a, a bad, a bad break there. Bad deal. He's so, a good coach, but, but look at this schedule. They got a brutal schedule. They have 11 power fives. They open up Friday, September 3rd against Ed McCaffrey's Northern Colorado bears staying local. Uh, they're going to win that, but then they get a and M in, in Denver at mile high. Yeah. They'll probably take an L there. Probably. They're definitely taking an L there. Then they get PJ Fleck in Minnesota. <laughs> they definitely challenged themselves. Dude, but- this first four uh, after Northern Colorado, look at the, look at their next four games. Yeah. A&M, Minnesota, Arizona state and USC. And that's at Arizona state too. three of those though at home. I mean, if they are better than we think they are, maybe they can have a pretty magical start to this season and really have some people, some heads turned. I mean, if they were able to, I'm just, I'll be happy for two and two in that stretch. Yeah. There's a good chance for one and four after. Yeah. With the only one being against Northern Colorado. Yeah. I agree with you, but imagine being five and out. You'd be in the, you'd be a top 10 team. <laughs> no by way we're going to be five. Yeah, and out. Yeah, I agree. But Stranger things that happen. A and M's got a new quarterback. They're going to be breaking in week two. I'd think they're far ahead of us, but uh, I could. I you know what? Best case scenario would be four and one, probably. Yeah, I mean, considering that the last time you guys played a Big Twelve team was in your bowl game and you guys got shellacked by Texas, what happened there? Well, Texas was just way better. Yeah, I mean, I think that our defense was not very good all year. Yeah, and then when you lose Nate Landman. Wait, we had injuries, but that's not all of it. They were just better. Yeah. That game was also played in San Antonio though. It was like a fucking sellout of Texas fans yeah. in COVID. It's like, I hate how they do that to Texas every year. They beat Utah the year before. And then it's like, oh yeah, they're better than Utah. No, you also played a home game. Right. San Antonio's like a, an hour and a half away from Austin. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Anyway. So what do you got? I'm going in the first five. <sighs> I bet they get one of those tough games. I got them two and three, two and three. You get a bye week before Arizona, which is good. Yeah. Because they're going three and three. Yep. Then they're at Cal. Taking two Cal straight winning. losses. Yeah. Three and four, three and five. Home to Oregon State for homecoming. They get them there. <sighs> I know you you're torn because you have to choose between one of your I'm going buffs, you know. Yeah, look, you gotta go buffs. Look, if if there's one thing you should know about me, Patty C, is that I see a team that could win the national championship each and every year because I am On a buffalo. You have been riding the buffaloes <laughs> for your whole life here. Um, so give me that four and three. No, no, I'm sorry. Four and five at UCLA. It's a loss. Four and six. Home to Washington. It's a loss. I gave this one to Colorado. Five and six at yeah. Colorado. Or I mean at U- Utah. That should be a seven. loss. I That's got a them brutal at four and eight, schedule. but I bet they they steal one that I'm not. Look seeing. at those away games. Five and seven. I agree. First off, we're playing five away games, right? In, in conference. Yeah, yeah. That's brutal. It sucks. Someone's got to do it. Half of the uh, teams in the conference have to do it. This isn't your lucky year. Well, and the fact that we didn't draw Washington state or Stanford, which I think are my two worst teams in the North. Yeah. We didn't get any of them. Washington state or Stanford. I think they're the two worst teams in the North. Arguably. Certainly. I'll just say this. We beat Stanford every time we play them. <laughs> There I would go. like to play Stanford. Right. <laughs> Didn't get the team I would yeah. like to play. Um anyway. Um so what do you think what, what what's what's the best case scenario? 7 and 5? 
that would be generous. I think this is a six tough and schedule. Six I think, at best, yeah, yeah, if you get bowling, that's a, that's. I a think win. this is one of the hardest schedules in the country. It's tough. Oh yeah, I mean, I, the the fact that they get their three uh, non conference games for all intents and purposes, all three at home. I know that the uh, game in Mile High against A and M is a quote neutral site game, but that's that's pretty much a home yeah. game. Why even do that? Just play the fucking thing on the the college campus. Yeah, exactly. I hate these games. Maybe they think they'll sell more tickets. I don't know. But uh, either way, I mean, they could have a, if they, if they're better than we think. If Carl's a quarterback situation, what's going on there? I mean, we have Neuer back, the safety. <laughs> He's getting reps. We also have a Tennessee transfer in Shrout, and we have the guy who played pretty darn good in the uh, in the what what bowl game was that again? The Alamo Bowl. And fuck? Brandon Lewis, who was a freshman last year, he showed flashes of really looking good. Now, whether Cheverini, who comes from the background of uh, you know, he, he, he was with Texas tech with Kingsbury yeah, in Mahomes, So maybe they're going to fire the laser. So maybe he doesn't want Brandon Lewis, but I can tell you Brandon Lewis is an athlete. If I was Colorado, I'd probably just start Brandon. knowing that schedule. Yeah. He's a redshirt freshman. Now just looked all right in that bowl game. Fuck it. Let's go in. Do you think uh, Carl Durrell knows that this has to be a, uh, you know, development season and he doesn't have to win now. And he should take advantage I mean, of that. But when you're bringing back 19 starters and you, you were pretty good last year. Yeah. Either way, Carl Durrell, if you're smart, you're not thinking win now you're, you're trying yeah. to develop your, I mean, anytime you always want to win now, of course, but if it, if it's a matter of starting a fucking defensive back, because he might win you one more game yeah. or starting a guy who's going to start for the next four years at you at quarterback, you might have to, yeah, might have to bite that bullet and take that loss. All right, I want to tell you guys that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Also, want to tell you that we're brought to you by. Coors Light, the silver bullet. Yes. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you need? Like, what do you do when you need to chill? All right. How do you like to hit that reset button to get ready for, you know, the next challenges in life? Cause these days everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and an, really an expectation to be on 24 seven Patty C. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn it off, hit reset. And that's when you reach for Coors light. It is made to chill the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue. All right. When, when your beer is cold, Patty C, boom, uh, that way, you know what time it is when it's time to chill. Uh, so when you need to hit that reset button, just open a cold Coors Light. It is, it, I mean, come on, it's made to chill. Uh, Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you need to hit reset, reach for the beer that is made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door, actually. I mean, with Drizzly or Instacart. Gotta love that. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly, Patty C. Let's talk brewing football. Let's do it. The uh-huh. UCLA Bruins returning 20 starters. Yeah, well, UCLA, one of the only teams in the conference that doesn't have a team, either a player on the either first team offense or defense preseason, all pack 12 team. Mm. So mm. maybe a little bit devoid of talent here. Dorian Thompson Robinson Win- preseason third team quarterback. <sighs> Disrespect. 
behind Jaden Daniels and Keaton Slovis. Oh, Keaton Slovis, hocus pocus bullshit. <laughs> right? <laughs> I agree. Dorian Thompson Robinson has developed. Uh, well, they, UCLA returns the most out of any Power Five school yeah. in the in the nation. Uh, Gotta love that starters or yes. players. Uh, just returning talent. Talent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe it's like uh, I forget the exact number, but they they have the most. And then they were also very active in the transfer portal, getting the likes of a uh, Zach Charbonnet. Oh, that's a nice pickup. Uh, also, He's a good back. Also brought in that uh, Washington quarterback. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but uh, but uh, he is actually cleared to play too. So now they have more depth at the quarterback spot. That's Even brought right. in some defensive players. Um, this team is going to be good this year. They're flying under the fucking radar and six and six. Is that what you said? That mag- that, that your magazine that you read projected? six and six is the uh, current projection. I will bet a Buffalo nickel. <laughs> I, uh, All right. I'm just curious. I almost want to make that bet so that you have to produce a Buffalo <laughs> nickel. <laughs> uh, this is easy money. This team is going to be good this year. Yeah. I think we all looked at this and we said that they're getting slept on a little bit. Um, obviously the LSU game in Pasadena. I mean, they get again, another team that has managed to get all three of their uh, non-conference games at home in the Rose bowl. Yeah. If they are ready to turn a corner, then they could conceivably come out of the non-conference slate at three and oh, still dangerous though. No FCS, no, uh, no Akron's. I mean, Hawaii and Fresno state are decent programs. Yeah. 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 It, they could go on three. If they LSU, suck, yeah. if they suck, they could go in on three. I would bet two and one. In I the, think they're going to go three. and oh. You really think they're going to beat LSU? I was not impressed by LSU last year. You know, I, I I'm giving I, LSU I even, a little I more even credit. think that that game at the end that made them five and five, that only happened because a player threw a shoe. Yeah, that's and they got true. 15 yards and made a 55 yard field goal. They just lost Eric Gilbert. Uh, I give me UCLA an upset special Saturday, September 4th. We're going to be at that game. Yes, we will be at that game. Three and zero are my Bruins. Wow. At Stanford, win four and zero. Home to Arizona State, five and zero. At Arizona, six and zero. Patty C. <laughs> then they go to Washington, which I think I gave them that win. In oh, hindsight, you're crazy. No, no, no. I, I'm saying when we did Washington, yeah, I didn't realize it was on a back-to-back stretch. They're they're gonna lose one. Yeah. So I got them six and one. I got them at five and two at this point. Uh, I think they beat Oregon. <laughs> in, uh, in the Rose Bowl. In the Rose Bowl, they, they should have beat them in. They didn't have Dorian Thompson Robinson last they year. They could. They could. Now they lose at Utah. Yeah, I got them going one on one there too. Okay. Well, the reason why check I us probably out. got them going zero two. When there. they lose at Utah, that solidifies Utah being the Pac-12 champ. That very well could. How, how, how about that three game stretch at Washington, hosting <laughs> Oregon at Utah? Sheesh. <laughs> no favors. No, no favors. favors. They get a bye week before Colorado, then they're at USC, and then home to Cal, which I think they're going to win all of those. The Pac-12 is just tough, man. I I respect the Pac-12 for like really taking either state flagship schools or very talented number two schools. Yeah. They uh, they have the whole West to themselves. Well, and they never like, they never altered the schedule. Like, you know what I mean? Like uh, what the sec and ACC will do sometimes is put like a, like North Carolina will play like uh, the Citadel on like November 7th. You don't see them do this. They stay tradition. Yeah. Like tradition to like uh, Notre Dame, you know, taking some late season games yes. against Stanford and USC. That's uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. That they get an exception there. Yeah. All the, all the rest of them are playing At, the first every, three games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Are their non-conference. It's, no, it is you, beautiful, but that's why it's, it's a harder gauntlet yeah. It's because each week, look, you can say what you want. 
no, like Clemson never has to do at Washington home to Oregon at Utah back to back. Yeah. No, it's 100% more likely to take an L throughout the regular season when you're facing a hard team every single week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck the, fuck the sec for that. And the ACC and the ACC. Yeah. For that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, ACC, it's just a bad conference. So, eh. well, no, they do that shit. They do that too. They I do mean, that that's shit. why yeah. it's an absolute cakewalk for Clemson every year. Yeah. I mean, Clemson hasn't played a back-to-back away game in over five years. Yeah. And they still drop a game every now and then. And, and it doesn't crazy. matter. It's uh, unbelievable to me, yeah. but um, I think UCLA is going to be right there knocking on the door. But I think that loss at Utah decides their fate. I think Utah plays uh, in the Pac-12 South Championship. We still have one team to go. Pat they have a really hard back end of their schedule. I mean, really, the whole schedule for UCLA is tough. Um, yeah, I just can't see them coming out of the South there. Um, let's let's let's. We're gonna, we, got we're gonna, we got Arizona Wildcats. But before we do, I want to tell you that college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap. We're brought to you by PropSwap and. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bet is prop swap. Jeez. Find the best odds on NBA championship Stanley cup futures. When you buy directly from other sports bettors like yourself, see a ticket you like, but the price may be too high. Submit a bid for that price that you think is fair. Then buy it. Props is making it easy to profit these playoffs by trading in and out teams as the postseason progresses. Every ticket purchased on props can be resold whenever you want at any time. Uh, last week is a perfect example. A prop swap customer uh, purchased a Montreal Canadian Stanley cup future for $45 when the team was down three, one against the Maple Leafs. Then he, a couple, just a few days later, flipped it for $600 with prop swap. Your bet doesn't even need to win in order for you to make money. It just has to improve. Think stock market, but for sports betting, use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive a $500 cash bonus prize. Uh, go to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And speaking of apps, make sure you download the SGPN app. Yes, us. Yes, we finally have a fucking app. How cool is that, Patty C? <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks. Like I said, me, Patty C, NC Nick pick every single college basketball and college football game, D1, ATS, and we've been doing it for years. But, I mean, our whole network we got guys picking baseball guys picking uh, NFL Sean and Ryan. We got uh, just a slew. We got you covered here on the sports gaming podcast network, but we also give you all of our podcasts through the app. So plus the app is a, a, an exclusive way to enter all the SGPN contests. We give away a ton of free money all year long, including our SGPN thousand dollar NBA finals free roll going on right now. So win a thousand bucks, download this SGPN app, uh, just download the app and hit the contest tab. And, and for your chance to uh, take away a thousand dollars, don't forget to toss up an app review though, and download that SGPN app today. All right. Arizona wildcats, Patty C. Huh. I know we're going to be breaking down this team in just, a f- just about a week, but the wildcats had a tough year last year. Here they are. Transfers all over the place. Don Brown in on the defensive side of the ball. Um, some nice hires. What what are they doing? What is this? What's the schedule doing for you, huh? Well, popping it off against BYU in the Death Star. Upset special. Uh, no, disagree. Dundee upset special Boy, game of the week. Jed Fish would have some fans down in fucking Tucson if he was I able to pull those. Wait off. to prove this to you. This is an upset special. You're a fucking. It's happening. You're a moron. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now week two, home to San Diego State. I think they take an L there too. They could. They could. I'll tell you this. They're not going to be two and L. They could be. 
They might be one and one. You know what? They could be though. They could be. You two know what? And- Fuck it. You're stupid. Two and zero. This is a first year coach. Two He's and zero. It's about culture, Patty. C. Two really good teams in his first two good games. Then Northern first Arizona, the Lumberjacks, solid FCS team. They'll get the win there. I got them three and zero. Are they going to go to the Rose Bowl? Jeez. <laughs> All right. Here's the tough part. Now they're at Oregon. That's a loss. Okay. They get a bye week. Home to UCLA. That's they a could loss. win that a week to prepare for a home game against UCLA. <laughs> I love Stranger things you're giving them. me a hard time about them beating San Diego state. Now you're convincing me they, they're going to beat UCLA. Uh, is, has UCLA been a better team than San Diego <laughs> state lately? Well, I mean, they've been pretty comparable if I had to, uh, that's what the, the, if you, you see the irony, right? Um, oh yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I'm a few, what do you can say? I'm a few sandwiches short of a picnic. Over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what, so what do you got them at F- five games in? Oh boy. I got them at Maybe two and three. I got them at one and four. Let's be honest. Three and two. <laughs> at Colorado, loss. Three and three. Probably home to Washington, loss. At USC, loss. They're, they're, they're going to find one more win there. They win four games. Four games. I got this team at three and nine. First year <laughs> under Jed Fish. They might be three and nine. They really need that BYU game. Come on, Wildcat fans, get out to the Death Star in Vegas, all right? There's probably one that we're not seeing here where they're catching a team in a good spot. Uh, UCLA spot, probably. Utah's on the second end of a back-to-back road trip at Stanford, at Arizona. Maybe they catch uh, Utah sleeping here. There we go. So uh, projected order then for our Pac-12 is uh, you have your Utah championship. Utah number one. Yeah, but yeah oh, Utah, uh, Washington, but Utah number one. And the Pac-12 South here. Yeah, yeah. who's your second team in the Pac-12 South? U- USC? USC. Three? Uh, I think we said Arizona state. Was it? Do we are, say are that? you going UCLA? I have UCLA high ahead of Arizona state. Oh, I think Arizona state schedule breaks a little nicer. I'm going to say Arizona state for UCLA. Maybe they're probably tied, tied at tied at three and then five. Well, they play each other. So there's going to be a way there will be a tiebreaker okay. there. Okay. Uh, give me, um, I think UCLA is better than Arizona state. Actually, no, I don't. I think Arizona State's better than UCLA. <laughs> they're very, they're, they're they're dead even to me. Uh, so so wait, refresh. The audience is probably as confused. What as the me. fuck? Uh, Utah, USC, Arizona State, UCLA, um, Colorado, then Arizona, and then Arizona. Okay, heard it here, folks. Heard it here first, folks. Jeez, um, I'm gonna go Utah one, UCLA two, USC three, Arizona State four, Colorado. Five, Arizona six. Who'd you have as your one in each division? I have Cal and Utah. Yep. And I have Washington and Utah. And uh, I think, yeah, maybe just because even though Oregon, you figure would be the team, Washington schedule breaks a little nicer. I'll put it like this. I like if I'm not going Cal, I'm going Washington. Okay. So we're we're pretty much eye to eye there. And then what? Who wins the uh, championship game? If it's Cal, I'm taking Utah. If it's Washington, I'm taking, I think I might take Washington. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think either Washington or Utah is going to be your PAC 12 champion playing in the Rose bowl. And then none of them are going to the uh, playoff this year. There is too much carnage, too much beating up on each other. Um, And it is what it is. And they, they could certainly use a nice bowl win in the, in the Rose bowl. If they draw Wisconsin, it's possible. Well, I don't know. It's tough to project those bowl games because none of the players are going to play and no one's going to really care. Yeah. I won't even probably watch it. That's right. That, actually, <laughs> Big Ten fans and Pac 12 fans apparently like the Rose Bowl more than they like uh, winning a national championship. <laughs> so, or so they tell us. I, I have zero interest in watching a bowl game. 
but I, I will watch them all because I'll bet on them probably. Yeah, actually. I have fun watching them, but you know, it's, it's not as exciting as having a playoff. Dude, would be. I mean, they haven't like these days. They're still fun to you when they have like forty players sit out. No, they're not. They're significantly less fun. It does nothing for the meaning of the season. Yeah, because it's, it's like you're seeing a brand new team. Yeah, that's true. It's true. The, these are exceptionally shitty. Uh, bowl I mean, seasons. San Jose State was undefeated, and they had like thirty players not play in the bowl game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's been absolute trash. You don't even know, like you can't, any team can legitimately be like, we, we weren't putting our best product on the field for our bowl game. So why well, the, the facts fuck? back that up? Yeah, it's true. When you have like <laughs> six dudes opting out that are like going to the NFL. Uh, let me ask you this players in the pack 12 that are there any Heisman uh, potential here? Any like, no, they, they don't give Heisman trophies to the, to anyone. Uh, you only got to be at USC Keaton Slovis. Only only player with any Heisman potential in the whole conference. They would never give it to someone from Arizona State. Yeah, probably not. I mean, unless they went undefeated, but even still. Um, let's see. I mean, Jaden Daniels, you don't think has any Heisman potential? I mean, his I, touchdown. I think there's a gigantic show. West Coast bias. Anti West Coast bias. Yeah, anti yeah. anti West Coast bias. And and I don't think if you're not at USC, uh, maybe UCLA, maybe Oregon. Yeah, they don't have any offensive guys. Kayvon Thibodeau, if he's had. 20 sacks. He should get the Heisman. He should get the Nagurski award. Probably. <laughs> uh, he's probably should get the Heisman too. I agree. He's, <laughs> he's a, a fucking, a fucking maniac. Uh, uh, let me ask you this. What's that? White wonder Max Borgi. Uh, fucking. I um, love me some Max Borgi, but he did flip from Colorado to Wazoo. I can't really hate on him for that too much. It's yeah. not too late to go back from one winner Leech to another gone, buddy from one great <laughs> program to another. Uh, Christian McCaffrey jr. In case you guys don't know, I love me some Max Borgi, but they would never give it to Wazoo. They yeah. never do that. Um, anyone else in this conference that really stands out as a potential high draft pick? Uh, yes, there's probably a ton. Yeah, yeah, there's I a mean, ton. It's a Power Five conference. Let's be honest. Well, I'm saying like, I mean, like, I, I don't know if Slovis is uh, is age of age yet to do this, but I would could see him. I could see several other. USC players working themselves up the board. You know, if they, yeah. if they were way better than we thought they were and they won the pack 12 and he had some fucking Heisman moments, Dorian Thompson Robinson can find himself on that short list. I don't well, know if they get yeah. it to him. I could see him on the short list. I could because, see him in New York, yeah. but all right, guys, if you're a first time listening to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. We're about to break down all 130 college football teams in the FBS and even give you some bonus FCS teams. So that's why you should subscribe. Tell a friend. We talk college football year round. We also talk college basketball year round on, on our other feed, college basketball experience. Make sure you subscribe. We talk pac 12. How about what Mick Cronin did at UCLA? How about what Bob Hurley is bringing in? How about, uh, I mean, just the whole conference as a, as a whole, whether it's Tad Boyle at Colorado, whether it's uh, this conference is way the fuck up in college basketball they showed, they proved it in the NCAA tournament. Pretty amazing how they, uh, the profile of the conference took such a huge leap. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's the same thing. And this is, this is exactly what happens. Right. And this is why the PAC 12 needs to win these bowl games is because the postseason, when you're beating each other's ass all regular season and you have more losses in the other conferences, because there's so much carnage within your conference, but no one cares about the bulls, the bowl games. That's why you need a large playoff. Well, The motherfuckers who are like stupidly judging, you know, the quality of the teams based on the bowl games do care about the bowl games. And that's where the preseason rankings are based off. And so if the PAC 12 can, even with all this carnage happening, still have a great postseason like the PAC 12 did in basketball. Now, all of a sudden USC or UCLA is number three preseason yeah. or number two preseason yeah. in a lot of polls. I think they're even number one in some yeah. behind but Gonzaga. the difference is this. Yeah. You get to prove it. 
in basketball. Yes. In football, it's just like, no, why should I care? Yeah, that, nice it, to be a UCLA like, or a PAC 12 uh, basketball fan. Well, sometimes you have a great season and they'll align you with like a fucking like seven and six team. Yeah. You could be like 10 and three. And it's like, yeah. I'm playing a six and six team. Why yeah. Washington state went 10 and two. What did they do? They put nine and three Florida in the fucking peach yeah. bowl. It's just bullshit. Um, anyway, guys, please subscribe to the college football experience. Uh, and, and by the way, if you leave us a review, we'd appreciate that because that's essentially how we get paid guys. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. All of our picks are over up on a spreadsheet, sports podcast.com handicapping every single game. So if you leave a nice review, we'd certainly appreciate it. And if you do take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on, on Twitter, and I will give you a college experience t-shirt. Give me a follow as well at the Colby D and uh, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And don't forget to follow the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network and stay tuned. 130 teams coming and more conferences. We got you covered here on the college football experience. This is the college football experience. Pac 12 season preview. You better start thinking about yours. 